Welcome to the Make It Ant Podcast. Our goal is to make disciples, be a safe space where truth meets love, and meet people where they are at so they can make a difference at their schools, with their friends, and with anyone they meet. Hi guys, welcome back to the Make It Amp podcast. So excited to be here with, here with you today. I'm your host, Lindsay, and today joining me, I have Maddie and Reggie. Reggie's the youth pastor at ISM, and Maddie is everything and else. I, <laughs> I like how you went first, but she announces my title because I'm just more important than you. Not anybody else. Right. But just you. Right. You personally. Yeah. Wow. It's because I stand for freedom and independence. Oh, goodness. And wow. you are a, what do you, what do you call a break? It takes every all English countries. Oh, oh, that is not this kind of podcast. Okay. Anyways. Sorry, guys. Anyways. Make it do. That's, that's Reggie. <laughs> um, so we are still going through our series where we are talking about Jesus and who he is to kind of diving into his character a little bit. But we've gotten to a point where we have to talk about a little bit more as well. So we're kind of talking about the Trinity today, which if you have never heard that word, we're going to break it down and what that means. Um, But I just want to read a quote by John Wesley first. And it says, bring me a worm that can comprehend a man. And then I will show you a man that can comprehend the triune God, which when I first read that quote, I thought it was hysterical like so funny thinking of a worm trying to imagine what a man is right <laughs> where did you find that quote by the way um i don't know i just read it somewhere it's a book that maybe like someone just, you know wrote i read journey. it somewhere just, just random plug. just randomly just just a plug maybe i wrote this book and, maybe i don't know um, but okay, the word triune is said. Let's just talk about that word first. What does the triune God mean? Yeah, the Trinity. Oh, I was gonna jump in first. You should, because right now my mind's like on a nerddom, because the new Zelda just came out. So there's like the Triforce, which is Ganon, Link, and Zelda. So like, okay, I'm gonna. So that's on my mind right now. So okay, if you take tri, tri means three, like a triangle has three sides. But the word triune or Trinity is not actually it's not actually found in the Bible, but it's our way to grasp an understanding of God. So the God that we know is a God of three Godheads. So there's the Father, there's the Son, and there's the Holy. Holy Spirit. So that is the Trinity. So we have three gods. No, it's three gods in one. Oh. Three in one. <laughs> one plus one plus one in Christianity. I feel like someone's got one. some cheating math going on. <laughs> one equals three. Wow, where was that example found? Um, I made that one up. Definitely not a journey either. Came up with it on the spot. <laughs> Okay, the book we're referencing is called Journey. Reggie wrote it. It's like a devotional for people who are new to faith. So if you want to get a hold of that book, you should DM us or um, get into contact with us on a Wednesday or Sunday, and Mm -hmm. we will get you that book. It's really amazing. If you're new to faith, or I read it when I'm like... I read it. Nine years into faith. I got a lot from it. Yeah, it it was really good. Reggie doesn't want to pump himself up, but it's a good devotional. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, Back to Jesus and the tri. 
the Trinity. Oh, goodness. Um, Just bringing them into the inside jokes. You know, I feel that when you try to describe the Trinity, you will find yourself running into so many problems. Because yeah. any example you give, someone else will be like, yeah, that's not right. right. So when you try to explain things, I work with youth, middle school, high school era, sometimes young adults. Not on a while now with young adults. Um, Danny Kelly's killing it from our church. But anyway, going forward, what you have is like people call like modalism, like different modes of God. Like, yeah. you can use H2O, which is two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen. Oxygen, there we go. Maddie's over here. She's smart. She Educated. knows what's up. She graduated college. She, she got them education. <laughs> she got them great. Education, yeah. um, anyway, with that, you have is like, oh, well, ice isn't water, and water isn't ice, and water isn't uh, vapor, and vapor isn't ice and water. And on and you have different forms of matter that are all distinctly the same element, but they're not. Or you can have a football team. They all play for one team right now playing fantasy right. football. I'm going to try to not to watch my phone to see how the score is, but now I'm thinking about it, it's probably going to happen. But they all play for one team, they score together, but not the same players. Yes. And in that same way, you have God, God the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they are dis- distinct personalities. They have each of them prescribe different emotions, different feelings, and they dialogue with one another. Mm-hmm. And unless God, Jesus is crazy talking to the Father because it's himself, mm-hmm. unless we're having like, like a schizophrenic or a bipolar situation. Well, or, he's doing miracles with no power because the Holy Spirit is the one who's working. But then he's like, yeah. but the Holy Spirit is him, right. then yeah. he might just be like, that. what's that movie that it's like, it's not Unbreakable, it's that Bruce Willis movie where the guy has like multiple personalities and his strength change. He was Xavier. He was in the movie. Oh, you don't know it. I know what movie you're talking about. I don't know the title. It doesn't matter. It was a movie that does exist. (laughs) And the guy's power changes depending on which personality is in charge. He's crazy, though. He's He's crazy. He kidnaps girls. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so. um, (laughs) Wait, so what's your point with the Trinity with that, Reggie? The point with the Trinity is they're distinct. They engage. You can see in countless scriptures that that is used. Um, you can look at John 17, 1 through 26, Ephesians 1, 9 through 14. Um, you can look at John 14, 15 through 21, Ephesians 4, 4 through 6, Ephesians 4, 30, 1 Corinthians 8, 6. I can keep addressing for you. Um, the movie was called Split, by the way. We have one of our producers on the side. And he wanted to help <laughs> my you, mind. Split. I was not going to rest. Don't watch Split. I don't think it's, it's an appropriate bad. movie. Yeah. But I needed to reference it anyway, just for my mind's okay. clarity. We got Ephesians 2, 5 through 8. You have Colossians 1, 15 through 17. You have so many passages referencing a dynamic between mm-hmm. the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, the yeah. Holy Spirit doing things, feeling things. So scripture is clear the Trinity is there. Right. It is not clear on how God's nature no. interacts. Well, that's like the worm trying to comprehend a man. Like the, <laughs> like just like a we are doing a little like like hey, like we definitely are only scratching the surface of what the Trinity is because we don't fully we can't fully ever comp- ever comprehend God and his nature. But we do our best. <laughs> no, we, yeah, we try to have an honesty to a lesser extent. Dude, I played baseball. My dad vicariously lived through me. Unfortunately, I didn't have his skills. Man, I was in that batter's box and they started throwing 60, 70. I was getting scared. I do not know how professionals stand in that batter's box, have a ball coming at them at 100 miles an hour. They stand in there and hit it. Like, I would just be like, I'm out. Like, I used to have a problem with backing out of the batter's box because I just didn't want to get hit. So it's kind of like, and yet these players can just jack that ball deep. How do they have it? I don't know. But to a much greater extent, it's like trying to understand God. Right. He can just play in a way that we can. 
Okay, so breaking down the three, <laughs> like, so first, Maddie mentioned the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Let's break down the individual parts of the Trinity. So starting with the Father, who is he? How does he play a role in this? I think since you're a father, I actually want to hear you break this down. Be cool from your perspective. God the Father? Such an interesting thing. God the Father is often, I think, characterized as the the mean one, the stern one, the strict one. Yeah, I, think so. I think he is the one who you can actually see in John 3, 16. He's the loving one with the plan. He's the one who sent the Son for God so loved his for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. The Father sent the Son. Anyone who believes in Him might not perish out of eternal life. You see, the Father cares. Mm-hmm. You see, the Father gets angry by sin. Mm-hmm. You see, the Father gets angry by injustice. You see, the Father wants the best for His kids. But that also means he wants His kids to be the best that they're meant to be. They're meant to be loving and kind. They're meant to be an ambassador, a representative of who He is to a lost people group. You see Him get mad at Israel constantly in the Old Testament by saying, "You are missing the mark." and standard by the way you live or mislive your life you are sending a signal to all the other people groups this is what i yahweh elohim el shaddai like jehovah jireh this is how i live and it's not true so you constantly see that scripture a loving father and scripture says he corrects whom he loves he is trying to bring correction to not have a spoiled sinful and bad child like in black culture called baby kid he doesn't want baby kids who are just going off the rails acting crazy Hmm. so the father is kind of epic I don't know. There's yeah. there's so much more I could go on and on yeah. about. We have a 20 minute podcast yeah. well, about he, the he father. Ini- I think ultimately, like he initiates everything. Like he is here. Yeah, and there's just so much hang up with the father though, because people have bad dads. Mm. Like people have really bad, rough dads. They don't represent what they're supposed to be. And you can even see it not just like in your own personal life, but even like on TV. Like I used to love Disney Channel, like Boy Meets World and other shows. Although Boy Meets World is TGIF. Um, there are other shows where you actually had fathers who were respectable, who cared. Now when you watch TV today, like, fathers are jokes. Yeah. They're stupid. They're goofy. They don't have that, like, I got some wisdom inside of me. And I think there's just, like, this, the culture can't see what a real father is because a lot of fathers have missed the mark. Yeah. The blessing is that the Bible, God, of the father of the Bible, God, who is the father, he is the standard. So I went on it for a very long time, but there's a lot of hurts and hang-ups yeah. when it comes to the father. Mm-hmm. No, I like that. That was good. Um, okay, so next person, the son. Who the son. is the son? That's and how Jesus. So Jesus is the son of the father, and he was the one who came to this earth. And, I mean, the father sent him, but he came, lived the perfect life that we couldn't live. And then the father had the plan, and it was in his will for him to do no wrong and then die for all wrong on the cross. And ultimately, he is it's through Jesus Christ that we get our salvation. So that's who he is. Yeah. Anything so did he come into existence when he was sent to earth like no he is no he's always no 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 he is infinite he is always oh goodness he is always thank you for the clarification actually no no no, he has always existed with the father and the holy spirit which we are getting to 
forever, infinitely, from the beginning. You want her source, and if you look at John, in the beginning... What's the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Look at that. Oh. She's got it. It's John 1. I gave her the address, and she brought the whole I knew passage. that one. She got it. You keep reading it. Up verse 10, it kind of shows that that word became flesh, mm. which is Jesus. And Jesus is just the, how we live our lives. He is him. Like, he is the one that we follow after. He's the one who set the tone. How do we know? Like, you read the, if you people love the, the Greek words agape and phileo and eros. And if you look at the word agape, the way Jesus lived his life is how we define agape love. What does he do when he sees the poor, when he sees the downtrodden, when he sees the prideful? He pummels them. Yeah. I thought Did you just say he pummels them? Yeah. Pummels. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. <laughs> like, uh... So it is now that time where we randomly insert this in this podcast somewhere. And the first person to DM our Instagram account uh, will get a $5 Starbucks gift card. So Reggie, what is the code word? I need you to find a screenshot or a photo. I need you to find Maddie, but I want you to hashtag it, hashtag Madison. DM a picture of Maddie Castaneda <gasps> with the word Madison. Because oh. she sometimes forget who she is. My name is not Madison. It is Madison. It's 100% Madison. With that, our we are links, over. Our links are down below. DM us a picture of Madison, apparently. Great. That's awful. <laughs> and you'll get the $5 gift card if you're the first person to do it. Who hurt that's, you? That's a new... Where, where, where's that passage? I have never read that one. <laughs> Like I was like a, a when I was younger, there's a video called the Evangelism Linebacker, and he goes, "I knock." I show them my girls on the podcast right now, so they've seen all my videos. But he likes to say like, "I knocks the pride out of them." <laughs> this is the guy who beat people and beat them into Jesus. Oh, well, oh my okay, okay. So next, final, final part of the Trinity: the Holy Spirit. Who is he? How does he come into this? I love in like white churches, we call him the Holy Spirit. And in the black churches, he's like the Holy Ghost. So I'll let you talk about the Holy Spirit. I'll take the Oh, you're so... I think the Holy Spirit was actually the part of the Trinity that I struggle the most with when I came to the faith, just because I feel like the Holy Spirit's not talked about. But, I mean, the Holy Spirit has always existed. He is one with the Father and the Son, but He is the one who does the work through us. So when we receive Jesus, the Father sends the Holy Spirit to dwell within us. So the promptings, like if you ever feel like, oh, I feel like I need to talk to this person. I feel like I need to do better, be better. That is the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you, which is super awesome, but used to actually really freak me out. I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) I don't know. It just like, it used to freak me out. But... Yeah, that's any other... You want to talk about the Holy Ghost now? Yeah, I was going to say. The <laughs> Holy Ghost, no. We really I, I defined it. <laughs> Whether you go Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, like, he is probably the most uncomfortable. Because, you know, a lot of people who in the faith want to make everything so sterile, so controlled, so logical, so explainable, that the Father and the Son, they fit that narrative very cleanly. The Holy Spirit does not. A lot of churches want to just say, oh, the Holy Spirit doesn't exist today. Well, but then they won't say that because they they know that the Holy Spirit didn't go away. He just doesn't do things today. But then you're like, but could he? Well, yes, but he doesn't. 
Well, did he tell you that? Well, uh, we, we have we, we have so many different mixed messages because the Holy Spirit kind of brings move. Like you see in Acts, they just start speaking different languages. But you see it in the book of Acts when the, the Pentecost happens and the Spirit descends on all the disciples. Right. It sounds like they're drunk to people. Right. So even the presentation of the Holy Spirit when he's indwelling yeah. made people immediately think they were drunk. Mm-hmm. That is how confusing the Holy Spirit's present it, presence is. Yeah. He is, some people like to use him when they don't want to read scripture. They don't want to read the Bible. They want to be like, oh, the Holy Ghost. Like, they just don't want to dance on the floor and spasm. I've had kids tell me like, um, oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit met me today. Well, what did you do? I just laugh for like three hours. Huh? Like, for me, I'm like, for what reason would he bestow that gift but people want to just like I think he's the experiential so he's one that we often like unless you're a charismatic church you lean fully into that like Mm. yo does your leg shorter than the other leg do the chiropractor magic like oh you got six inches (laughs) and I touched you and now your leg is six inches longer not to say I don't believe in miracles I do but there are certain kind of miracles that happen what I call quote unquote too often because they're the easiest to fudge Um, but the truth is the Holy Spirit is real he is alive he is active i don't understand him no i don't i don't understand the father i don't understand the holy spirit i don't understand jesus because i I can read about them but for a god who's infinite i only got 66 books Mm -hmm. it's written over 1500 years but for mankind from our first writings we're 7 10 12 000 years so i mean who knows but the holy spirit is god's spirit yeah, I found a verse, John 4, 16. It says, that Jesus, this is Jesus talking. He says that I will ask the Father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. So Jesus is saying that like, be, like after Jesus died and resurrected, resurrected t- there was time that passed and then the Holy Spirit, I mean, came onto the believers. But if you look through like the book of acts for example like you're gonna see so many things that the early church does that has no explanation so make sure you also don't put the holy spirit in a box you call holy spirit the helper oh is the holy spirit a woman it's an advocate i was actually some some versions say it says counselor advocate helper comforter there's like a lot of words in the different translations um reggie made it a joke well i actually have heard the argument that the father is the man then the holy spirit is like the mother and then jesus is their son and like because the word helper is like used for the holy spirit same one for like (laughs) lindsay's on the dark side TikTok. I, I actually, actually not heard this one. You never heard that. I have heard the Holy Spirit like, described okay, as the woman yes. of the Trinity. I've, like I've, I, I because no. it is the most like I have seen that he like the Holy Spirit doesn't use actual like it's not described with a gender in the Bible, and that the Father is Depends described with a gender, and then <laughs> the Son is with a gender, but the Holy Spirit isn't. So like. <laughs> So, so we're going a little Joe Rogan here. Yeah, I, was I actually was poking at the helper part because I actually want to do a two-on-one here. Um, the Holy Spirit, that word helper in the Greek, and then if you go back all the way back to the Hebrew, you actually find that helper is the same term used in the Old Testament as the word Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And that word helper, and I know we're not, this is not a woman podcast, but also there is a part to talk about where there is a similar thing when you use the word helper. And I wanted to clarify on that. The Holy Spirit is a helper. And women 
are a helper. Yes. But the Holy Spirit is fully God. Yeah, fully God. Fully part of that God yes. nature. Yes. So when a woman is called a helper in the Old Testament, that is not a demeaning term. No. What I believe in Western culture, I'm going like high-minded right now for oh, listening. What? Like Reggie's not like, I don't actually prescribe to Western Christianity philosophy. I think there's a lot of flaws to it. And there's a lot of hierarchy. You're a helper. You're lower. Mm. I'm up here because I'm not a helper. I actually don't believe you see a biblical representation of that model. I don't believe that. So I also don't believe the word helper is a secondary or subservient term that has been prescribed to women. So I did actually do it on purpose. So for those who are thinking, oh my gosh, you're to make a sexist dig on the podcast. Gotcha. (laughs) Bazinga. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. Okay. I blew these ladies away. But (sighs) clarifying. It's the Holy Spirit, a girl, a woman. No. 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 I've seen that, like, by multiple people. It's not just one. No, here's in the NASB. People don't read this version. I had a professor who helped translate it, so I like this version. It says, I will ask the Father. This is John 4, 6, 14, 16. And it says, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper so that he may be with you forever, referring to the Holy Spirit. So there are, like, translations, though, that says the Holy Spirit is, yes, not a woman. I've heard I had someone walk up to me in the mall one time. They're like, oh, like, we believe in God the Father and God the Mother. And I was like, oh, boy. Bye-bye. I can't do this. But, no, here's the truth. Why Do I think God the Father and the Holy Spirit have atomical parts of a man? I actually don't. They actually are a spirit. Jesus does because he was flesh. But he wanted the pronoun he. So, okay. Like, I, I so I go with he. So, I go with scripture. Sure. On this. Yeah. Do we, people want to debate me, well, do you think it's atomical? a man I, I don't think so but i don't know when <laughs> i die ask I, god when, when i die i fully know that but i won't change like yeah sometimes if there's gray areas in scriptures i can understand that like i would consider myself i believe the bible's inspired word of god but am i like a literal texas where i believe the bible is seven thousand years old i do not i don't think genesis is even telling that story but I'm also not going to flip it to say, well, God created the heavens and the earth. Be like, well, no, someone else did. In the same way. Which actually, it, interestingly, we are talking about creation next week. Oh. That's actually yeah. our next episode. Well, there we so. go. But with all that said, I just want to clarify, the Holy Spirit and the Father choose the pronoun he. Well, then we best not change that. Yeah. Like. Hey, I don't. And we can ask clarification when we die and go to heaven. Yeah, I was going to say. Party! Some, I'm going to have that's a That's a minor issue for me. Minor issue. With that. Um, yeah, no. Oh, so now we broke down the Trinity, what that is, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. So now, like, application-wise, what are we supposed to do with this? In, like, this week, day-to-day, how are we supposed to interact with God in this, like, understanding? They're stumped. <laughs> I won't lie to you. This is a hard I episode, zoned guys. out because I was singing Streets of Gold in my head. Oh, my I have gosh. not a clue what you asked me. Streets of gold. Application. Yeah. How are we supposed to use this now in our daily life? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity. How are we supposed to relate to God? Well, on like Air One, which, man, I used to listen to on 90.1 radio plug. used to love them, man. They should really just sell out and get commercials. Too many pledge drives. But they always make this statement, you're not alone. The truth is, when you hang out with God, there's a party. You got the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. <laughs> so okay. if you're feeling down and out, alone, you're like, I got no friends. Well, you have you three, three in one. Three in one. <laughs> so it's, again, you got to go with one, but it's three in one. So you got to be like, I kind of have more than one, but not. So I don't know. We're just joking all joking aside you have a god that just is about community because he's 
He is. He is community. Yeah. So you're not, and the first thing that God creates, the heavens and the earth, the dry land, seas, he makes woman, or as Monty always says, whoa, man, ha, ha, ha. You know, such a lame joke. Um, all I have to say is the first thing he says is it's not good. It's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. You have a father who wants to get to know you, and I promise you, if you hear that word father, you're like, ugh, mm-hmm. he is not like the one that you have. Now, if you have a good dad, Yes. Like him a little bit. There you go. But a little bit, but better. Yeah, but better. Yeah, he's an improved version. <laughs> yeah. Um, application. Honestly, I would ask, just spend a little bit of time asking <laughs> the Holy Spirit to actually move in your life. Like, see the Holy. <laughs> Reggie's like staring. Sorry. <laughs> because I think. I often do forget about, not forget about the Holy Spirit, but forget how powerful he can speak to me and show me things. And so that's my challenge is for you to ask the Holy Spirit to move this week in your life in a way that you've never seen before. It's a bold ask. I don't know if it might not be a good thing, you know, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, with that, if you guys have any more questions about the Trinity or the three persons of the Trinity, I know this is all a huge topic and we just tried to tackle it in 23 and minutes and 30, 30 seconds is where we're at. So if you have more, DM us, like get in contact with us, ask us in person. We'd love to talk about it more. Um, but for now, that is all that we have for you. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Lindsay, and we will see you guys next week. so much for listening if you have any questions get in contact with us check out the links below for our social media pages dm us message us tag us in things and we'll see you guys next time